Welcome, my friends, to the Patch Peeps Podcast. It's kind of a milestone on this one, I guess. Podcast 25. Pat's Peeps Podcast 25. And that's after taking a few days respite here, which has been very nice. I hope you got to do the very same thing. I'm on vacation right now for my radio show. I am Pat Walsh. I host a radio show on iHeartRadio, more specifically from Sacramento with KPK Radio. Hope you're well. Yeah, I'm on a little vacation. Uh, I'll be off till next Tuesday. Today, by the way, as we do Pat's Peeps podcast number 25, today's date is December 27th, which I, which means I hope you had a great Christmas. December 27th, 2023. It is absolutely uh, uh, thundering out there, I think, right now. I think I heard some thunder. It's raining. And uh, I say absolutely only because I wasn't sure a second ago. And then I looked out and then I'm looking at my window and I go, oh, it is absolutely raining. <laughs> but anyhow, it's raining today. It's kind of a dark and kind of a trippy day. I'm really liking it. I I get into these, these music moods. I don't know about you, but I, I love my music and, and it it's uh depend my mood, my music depends kind of on my my mood, which sometimes depends on the weather, which for a rainy day like this, I mean, it's just really kind of a, I don't know, it's kind of a dark day too. But um, so I'm, I've been listening to one of the things I like. One of my favorite albums from the mighty Led Zeppelin is Houses of the Holy. I find it to be incredibly underrated for a Zepp album. Maybe my favorite album by Led Zeppelin. There's a lot to choose from, obviously. But uh, that's one of my favorites, and I'm sitting here listening to, oddly enough, the Rain Song and Celebration Day, and just really enjoying that. So <clears throat> I figured I'd turn it off and get to my podcast, because one thing about it also I, I notice, by, by the way, I also love Jethro Tull, like acoustic. Not the crap you hear over and over. Not Aqualong, Cross-Eyed Mary, all good stuff in its own right. I like the acoustic toll. If you've never heard the album uh, Jethro Tull Acoustic, it's a mixture of a lot of his acoustic stuff. If you're a Tull fan, uh, you might want to check that one out. But um, where was I going with that? Oh, yeah. Uh, So I miss broadcasting when I'm on vacation. So this gives me my outlet to be able to talk to you. And uh, I really want to say thank you for all of you who asked would I be doing any Pat's Peeps podcast during my vacation. Thank you for asking. means that you're listening. Uh, Last couple of episodes, well, not the last couple, but a couple times during Christmas, featured Unit 99. I thought that was pretty fun. I got some good feedback on that. Unit 99, old-time radio show originating uh, originating out of Sacramento. It was an old crime drama before cops. I won't get into all that again because we've already been into that. But... Nonetheless, thank you for listening to that. And I am proud of the fact that we're at number 25 already here on Pat's Peeps. And still a lot of great things to come, especially as we get into 2024. Things are going to get really exciting with the uh, Pat's Peeps website and with, you know, some of the other things we're going to be doing. But right now I'm just enjoying this part of it. Um, But yeah, I miss my broadcasting. So that's good to be back to do this. As I mentioned, I hope you had a wonderful Christmas. Hope you got to see family and friends. And if you don't get along with family and friends, hope you avoided them at all costs. Uh, I, was, I knew I was kind of set. Oh, by the way, I'm smoking a Rocky Patel sun-grown today on this beautiful, uh, what day is today? Tuesday? No, it's a Wednesday. You know, that's awesome when you lose track of days. 
because because you're on holiday mode, you don't care. <clears throat> I don't have any dementia setting in. I just wasn't paying attention. I believe it's a Wednesday. Uh, my sister came up during Christmas from Fresno, my sister Stephanie, and that really helped to make my Christmas very special because I really wasn't expecting anyone. It was a last-minute thing. So thank you to my sister for coming up. We hung out. We went to Nevada City. We went to Grass Valley. And we just had a very, very lovely time walking around and shopping and, you know, visiting some of the local businesses. Like I've been stressing, I was stressing all the way. And I will always continue to stress that leading up to Christmas. So I'm like, you know, go out and, and support your local businesses. So that's what we did. It's so beautiful up there in Grass Valley in Nevada City. So thank you to my sister. Uh, let's see. What else? Um, oh, yeah. 2024 is almost here. So we're just a few days before the new year. Uh, there's, for me, how do I say this delicately? God bless Dick Clark. You know, I miss Dick Clark. I think the New Year's whole thing for me is of all the big days of the years, probably my least favorite of the big days, all the hoopla and all that. Rarely do I go out. I don't know why. It's just, I know there's a lot of people, unfortunately, who are drinking and driving. Um, you know, there's a lot of checkpoint chickies and all that. And please, please, please. No one's harping on anyone. Please don't take it that way. You know, no one's preaching. I'm, I'm just asking if we could take care of each other, not drink and drive, if you happen to be listening to this. Uh, but that's coming up, New Year's already. And I literally, this year I have New Year's resolutions. Have you made any New Year's resolutions? A lot of times I don't. I just try to kind of, maybe I'll throw something in there. And generally I will say that for the most part, when I have a New Year's resolution, I've stuck to it. What about you? Have you stuck to it? Do you have any? For sure I have some this year. And I'll share those with you as we get a little closer to New Year's. <clears throat> but I am pretty excited about that. Uh, let's see, what else? Oh, yeah, uh, the, the, also during the Christmas holiday. What is your, I don't know what your favorite Christmas holiday show is. You have your staples. You have your your Frosties and your your Rudolph and your Frosty and your Santa coming to town and, the, you know, the Grinch and all that. Anyone else trying to figure out where to heck to, almost, almost curse for the first time on my pod, yes. Where the heck you find this crap? Well, it's not crap. What crappy streaming service do you find this good stuff? I don't know how to say it. I can't find it. I'm searching around. I'm clicking on every streaming service. Like, where is it? I know it's, you know, I just think it's unfair to make people pay for Apple TV. There's a lot of people out there who can't even, you know, afford Christmas gifts. And it, I'll, I'll, can't their kids watch the classic Christmas special without having to purchase Apple TV? But I think that's where you're going to get a lot of that, a lot of those shows. But one of my favorites beyond that little group that we always talk about, those classics, like Charlie Brown Peanuts, which may be my all-time favorite. But right up there with it, speaking of family during Christmas, my brother Steve and I, and really all my brothers and I, are, for whatever reason, over-the-top crazy about the, about the Andy Griffith Show. I love the Andy Griffith Show. We love it. Literally, I think we know too much about Andy Griffith, and I mean that show. When you know Goober's phone number, when you have Goober's phone, phone number memorized, 
371J. That tells you, you know, a little too much, maybe. By the way, if you're an Andy Griffith fan, a little trivia for you. Who are the two characters in the Andy Griffith show? They get mentioned fairly often throughout, but you never see them. Just a, just a quick trivia question for you if you're an Andy Griffith fan. Two cast members that get talked about fairly frequently, but you never see them. Anyhow, back to my favorite Christmas special. I love the Christmas special on Andy Griffith. You know, where old man Ben Weaver, he's all gruff. What's the guy put in jail because he's got some moonshine? Well, some liquor he made. So, but then as it turns out, you know, he wants to be a part of this whole Christmas celebration. That is a heartwarming celebration, my friends. I know you've probably seen it if you're an Andy Griffith fan. One of my favorite episodes. I always wanted to be in that little jail cell with that whole group with Barney is the skinniest Santa Claus of all time. Ellie Mae was there, Aunt B, of course. They got the eggnog and Opie. The whole group is there. I'm loving that. One of my favorite and most heartwarming uh, Christmas programs. So, yep, there we go. Hope you had a wonderful, wonderful Christmas. My friend Tony, he surprised me with a football for Christmas. He gave me a Rams football. Thank you, Tony. That was awesome, man. I took a picture of it, posted it. I just, all I said was something, something pretty innocent, like, wow, thank you, Tony. Give me a Rams football. I'm just loving it. And then Tony said something to the effect of, uh, I think Pat will have a reason to celebrate at the end of the season. I don't know what exactly what that mean, meant, but it certainly set off my cousin up in Seattle who happens to be now not a Seahawks fan, but a 49er, an avid 49er fan. So he went crazy over that comment. So we got a little thing over that, but it doesn't matter. Who cares? Go Rams. Sorry if you're a Niner fan. Hate on me if you want. I'm just, it's all in fun. My team's coming on though. So the other night, the Niners lost to the Ravens, five over uh, five interceptions. Brock Purdy, it's atypical. Obviously, I know the Niners are a good team, but and I'm just having a little fun with my Rams right now because no one expected him to be there. So enough of the football. But Tony made my day today. Tony, who uh, who gave me the football, he also posted a couple of videos. One I had never seen of one, two of the best days ever. Ari Leindyke Jr. comes out to Sacramento with an Indy 500 car in a, in a trailer of a big rig. And he says, Pat, I'd like to give you a ride around Sacramento in an Indy 500 car. I said, what? So he comes out to my work. He rolls out this cool two-seater Indy 500 car. And again, we did this on two or three or four occasions, perhaps. And we jump in this two-seater, and here we are cruising around Sacktown, and people are, like, freaking out. You pull up to a light. They cannot believe that there's an Indy 500 car sitting in the lane next to them or in front of them. People would get out with their, their phones at the intersection, start taking pictures. Even an officer, which I don't know that that car was legal to be on the street. Who knows? But even the officer's like, dang, this is cool, man. Just go ahead. He, he was taking pictures. So I asked Tony if he could get those, uh, the, 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 um, the original videos of that. I'm going to post them on my social media. Again, you can check out a couple of them on my Facebook page. But there's another one where I'm riding with, yes, Mario Andretti. And we're going around the track in Sonoma. Mario Andretti, I'm in a two-seater. And I want to share that video with you today uh, as well, if, uh, assuming I can get those from Tony. And I sure appreciate that, bud. Thanks for sending those and posting those. As I continue to smoke my uh, Rocky Patel Sun Grown, pretty nice cigar. Hey, you know what? 
May, would you let me uh, allow me momentarily? Hold on, hold on. Because you know what goes good with a cigar is maybe a little shot. <laughs> I'm on vacay. All right, I'm going to take a little shot here. Why don't we do this? You know what? Anyone tried this? I've only recently tried this. Thank you to Denny for giving this to me for Christmas, by the way. Thank you. Anyone had screwball peanut butter whiskey? Come on now. Generally, I am a fan of only the Irish. A little a wee tilt of the Irish is good for me. But the um, screwball peanut butter whiskey, man, it's I'm telling you, it's good. Problem is it goes down too easy. I would never want to drink too much of this stuff. I never will, I can assure you. Everything in moderation as far as I'm concerned. So I'm not really worried about it, but I'm just saying it's too easy. It's just so delicious. So here, I'm going to say to you, happy, you know, sort of the end of 2023. Um, blessings to you, whatever you happen to, whatever, you know, you happen to be doing in your life, blessings to you. I wish you the best of 2024 as well. Here we go. Hope you can hear that. Cheers. Oh, man, that's some good stuff. That is some. That's dangerous, man. Woo, screwball, peanut butter, whiskey. Yesterday, I go to a restaurant for breakfast. <laughs> I'm at this restaurant, man. I get a, I'm sitting at this table. And, uh, you know, sometimes they'll put you to table. and They put you in proximity. Pretty soon, other people will come in. And uh, they have to find a table for them. And, and and on occasion, they sit, the, the other people, right next to your table. So what happened to me yesterday. Doggone it, I'm trying to name, uh, figure out the name of this place. I always forget the name of this. I swear I was not going to forget the name of this restaurant. Outstanding. Uh, outstanding restaurant. I can't believe I'm sitting here forgetting the name. Uh, forgive me for this. Ugh. Hope I thank you, but it's right there on, um, it's right off of, uh, if you go past the boot barn there off of Sierra College, right past the Harley shop down a little ways. Oh, please. I'm so sorry that I forgot this. I really wanted to give them a plug. It's a restaurant in a corner, a little strip mall in there. They have a little out, um, outdoor dining, I believe. Anyhow, I think Christina was working there. She's one of the best I've ever seen as a server and as a good person and someone who does... It truly enjoys doing their job. And, uh, you know, I went, I, I just went out of my way to let her know she did a great job. But I'm sitting there, and, and they bring this couple in. And they're sitting now right next to my table, literally right in the proximity of my table. I'm by myself. I'm eating. I'm minding my own business. My own business. And here they are. They're having this conversation. And as the conversation's going on, you know, the guy's kind of like, uh-huh, yeah, 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 mm-hmm, sure, yeah, right. And she's, she's, she's the talker. He's the listener. Now, I'm not trying to eavesdrop. I swear, I'm not trying to eavesdrop. But it's right there next to me. Just because it's two different tables, we're right next to each other, you know what I mean? So she's going on. She's got all these topics. And I'm listening, and man, she's going from topic to topic to topic. And she's probably, I don't know, you know, maybe maybe in her 60s, or probably in her 60s. And just to give you an idea, not a young couple, not an old couple, but just a good couple. 
And as I'm listening to her, I'm starting to think, geez, you know, I agree with what you just said. Talking about people stealing because they're entitled. So they go in the, into the stores and just, you know, take everything off the shelves because of Prop 47. I'm not going to get my blood pressure up talking about that. But, hey, we need to repeal it, please. Anyhow, she goes from that topic to football, to baseball, to this, to that, to doom. And everything she's saying, I'm like, dang, I agree with her. Good for her. Towards the end, <laughs> towards the end, I go, you know, I'm so sorry to bother you. I said, I didn't mean to eavesdrop. And they turn and look at me. And he go, oh, no, no, no. We understand. You're sitting right there. I said, well, listen, I tell this lady, her name is Janet. I said, <laughs> I said, you know, if you had a talk show or a podcast, I'd listen to you. And she, they started laughing. Uh, doggone it, now I'm forgetting the guy's name. See, I forgot the restaurant and the gentleman's name. I'm so sorry about that. I do apologize. Anyhow, they got a kick out of that. And I said, I would listen to your show. I'd listen to your podcast. And I agree with you. So then we end up getting into this, starting to get into this discussion. But the, the gentleman that she's with, as it turns out, they had been married at one time for many, many years, then not married anymore, and now they're married again. And they seem just delightful. And the guy goes, here's my secret. And he reaches up behind his ear, and he's got a hearing aid. He goes, I just keep, the, he goes, I just keep this thing turned down. And I go, uh-huh, yeah, right. That's what he's telling his wife, Janet. As she's talking, going through her talking, he's going, yep, all right, yeah, yeah. He goes, I can't hear anything she's saying. I just turn it down when she's doing that. So I thought that was hilarious, and I wish I could remember their name, uh, his name, but just a delightful uh, couple. So uh, thank you very, very, very much for uh, entertaining me while I was at breakfast. <clears throat> Another thing I wanted to get to here, as I try to keep my cigar lit, it's burning pretty good, though. This one's pretty good. It's delicious. When I was uh, at the, uh, when I was downtown, I mentioned I was at Grass Valley in Nevada City with my sister the other day. Let me grab this. Hold on. Hold on. And I, when I was there, I was looking for a certain record by Leon Redbone. If you know who Leon Redbone is, I was buying a Leon Redbone album for Darlene with a Y. She's just a great person. She deserves a Christmas gift. So I got a couple of gifts and uh, one, so I went and found that. Anyhow, and so, while I was there, I look up and I see this record on the shelf. Kind of took my breath away, to be honest with you. And the reason is, as I've mentioned probably many, many times, uh, my mother is my biggest influence in terms of my love of music, my certainly my knowledge of music, her extensive record collection, which I reference constantly. Uh, that is what gave me, uh, that's gave me my knowledge of music. I'd read all the liners, I'd look at all the records, I'd play all the songs. She had hundreds and hundreds of records, and I would just play them. And out of these hundreds and hundreds of records, certain records stood out to me for whatever reason as a little, little kid. And when I think back on this, I think, you know, I even I can't even believe I'm starting to think of when it came out, when I must have been listening to this, and really I can't believe it would have been like seven, eight, nine years old, and I was totally into it to where I was dropping these records on my mother's Curtis Mathis console stereo slash black and white television. Remember those? We all had those. And I would play these records, and Burt Camford and his orchestra, that one stood out to me as a kid. There was a variety, there were several, Hank Thompson, just certainly a different variety of music, 
the Ames Brothers. One of them that stood out to me was this record by Sandy Nelson. It's called Sound of Our Time Series, Sandy Nelson Golden Hits. On the cover is a, a sort of an illustration, a painting, a drawing, if you will, of a drum set. Sandy Nelson was a drummer. And there's a couple of, there's three folding chairs there and a little cup of coffee and such. Well, this record, I gravitated towards it when I was a kid. As now that I'm older, I realize it's basically just a cover of older songs. All he's doing on the record is covering older songs. But at the time, when I'm like eight and I'm just into this, I didn't know that yet. But when I look at the record cover, it this is one of those instances, and I wonder if it's happened to you, where you really can't tell. There was something in your life early on, but you can't remember, was it a dream or did it really happen? Honestly, that's the way I feel about this particular album cover, Sandy Nelson's Golden Hits. It was either a dream that my mom and dad took me in their Oldsmobile when I was a very young boy. And we went somewhere here in California. In my mind, I don't know why, maybe down Highway 99 somewhere. And we went to this little place. They took us to this little place, maybe me and my brother Jim, as very young tykes. And there was a group playing. And it had a black and white checkered floor. And there was a little bar area. We're probably selling beer or whatever. Because I know my dad wouldn't go there unless they were selling beer, Paps Blue Ribbon or Falstaff or what have you. But I remember getting a Cokes with cherry in them and uh, swinging around these poles that were in the middle of this, this room. And a band started playing. And for whatever reason in my mind, it was Sandy Nelson. It's this very drum set on this album cover. But again... It's one of those things that I can't tell if it was a dream or if it was reality. But what I thought I would do is just kind of share with you some of this record. It's on Imperial. I used to stare, and this album is in beautiful condition, by the way. Uh, I'm going to play a little bit of this for you. It's on Imperial Records, and I used to stare at that because I thought the album, the label was really, really cool. So here you go. Here's some Sandy Nelson. This is a, on a 33 and a third. This is not on a 45. This is an album. It's a song called Live It Up, track one. And you can clearly see how they're featuring the drums in the track. Here's what it says. This collection of golden hits, this is on the back of the record, is just that, a compilation of the most popular songs of record buyers during the past several years. And the tunes that shot up to the top of everybody's top 10 hit parade, baby, and stayed there while sales soared into the golden atmosphere of million plus. Trying to figure out what year this came out. 
Okay, so that's the first song on there. And now, and that one is probably less well-known. To me, they're all well-known. Like Splish Splash. Remember Splish Splash? Cut two on the album. Just for fun, I'll play just a tea, a wee bit of this one. Here we go. I was taking a bath. Remember this one? Now, he was the guy, Sandy Nelson's the guy that did Teen Beat. It was a song called Teen Beat. I want to hear this one. Uh, let's listen to Rock House. Let's go. So this is Rock House. This is cut five on the first side. Here we go. I'm going to take another shot with this one. Smoke my stogie, take another shot. It's a stogie and shot Wednesday, baby. It's the Pat's Peeps podcast. Hey, now. Cheers. Now, when you listen, there's the drums. There you are, Sandy. And in terms of popular songs, ones that you may you might know more, you might recognize a little more. Uh, he does a lot of like, um, oh well, like uh, here we go. Here's some uh, "Walking to New Orleans." You certainly know. Yeah, I'm certain you've heard this one by a variety of people. Mostly by Fats Domino. Record really brings back memories for me. Just really incredible memories. So I couldn't, I couldn't resist purchasing that record there. Sandy Nelson's Golden Hits. Sandy Nelson Golden Hits. Not Sandy Nelson's Sandy Nelson Golden Hits. And the record sounds fantastic. It was well taken care of. As we do at the uh, on all of my podcasts, speaking of music, we play a rare 45 from my record collection. I'm about to do that. So we're going to switch the speed here. And this one today that I randomly selected... I am no longer into the early 70s. For whatever reason, the first several I pulled out, many, well, there was some from the 50s and the early 60s, to be fair. Uh, but then I got on a string of like early 70s stuff, King Harvest and Joni Mitchell, uh, the Smokey Robinson. Well, this one's from the early 80s that I pulled up today. This was a song that you would hear on the radio a lot during a certain period of time. 
It was played a lot. It is on Berserkly record label. Looks like it's in pristine condition. We'll find out when we play it. But this song is a uh, song recorded, uh, I think this was 1981. And it is the first single from this band's sixth studio album, Rock and Roll. And the song's musical style encompasses pop rock and power pop. Uh, and the, wh- what does the song mean? The song means it celebrates the quality. And you'll get it when I say this, I'm sure. Well, first let me say the song reached number 15 on the Billboard Hot 100 Singles Chart, number five on the Billboard Top Tracks Chart. It's been featured in several films, uh, Let Me In in 2010, The House of the Devil, tw- 2009, Groomsman, Beautiful Girls, on and on. It's also been referenced in television shows. So it was, a, it, it was a big thing for a while. But it celebrates the quality of breakup songs in Rock's earlier times. The narrator lamenting both his recent breakup and the fact that, well, they just don't write them like this anymore. You probably got it by now. The breakup song written by Greg Kinn and Steve Wright, the Greg Kinn band. In 2004, just a quick story, I went to the Palm Desert to ride with, uh, ride in these brand new Mustangs. Well, I think it was 2004. Let me just, I'll double check that, but early 2000s, I think 2004. Not only did, was my driver, we would ride, initially we'd ride these Mustangs with a NASCAR driver. Get, you know who my NASCAR driver was? Kenny Irwin. We're driving in this brand new Mustang, and I was terrified because this guy could drive. He had skills I did not have. Kenny Irwin, who not long after I rode with him, died in a crash. I believe it was in a car crash, in a, in a racing crash, I believe. Hope I didn't get that wrong, but I'll never forget that guy. The second part of this day was to get two of these so-called, I'm holding up my air quotes, I promise you, celebrities, because I look at myself that way, and they would ride together in these cars and then take turns driving each other. So I get in a car with this guy, and I says, uh, and, and the guy on the, on the uh, loudspeaker says, and now uh, riding in a yellow Mustang and driving the yellow Mustang is, at that time, the sports guy, the sports guy, Pat Walsh. And then, and Greg Kinn. <laughs> what? Greg Kinn? Now, I've seen Greg Kinn in concert, and I love his music. I've seen him a few times in concert by that point. Get in a car, and I said, Craig Kinn, it's an honor to meet you. He goes, it's great to meet you too, Pat. And I said, okay. So we're getting in the car. We're getting ready to go. And I said, you know what? Before we go, I go, you know what my favorite song is by you? He goes, don't tell me. Breakup song. I go, nope, that's a great one. He goes, okay, Jeopardy. I go, no. I go, those, I know those are your two favorites. But my favorite song by you is Do You Remember? And he looked at me and he goes, wow. You really are a fan. You know my music. I said, yes, sir, I do. And that's a beautiful, incredibly textured, layered song. I highly recommend Do You Remember by the Greg Kinn Band. It's not one you hear all the time, but it is one of my favorites. But let's get to this. This is the Greg Kinn Band. And this is the breakup song. 1981, May 1981. You'll remember it well, I'm sure. Recorded in 1980, by the way.
This one is in a, by the way, still has the record sleeve. Picture sleeve. Many of my 45s do not. It's got a girl at a, like at a malt shop looking and staring into her milkshake. Forlorn. Let's flip it over there. What is on the other side, though? On the other side, I'll tell you, to be honest, it, although it was featured, it appears on one of their best of Greg Kinn songs. Not a lot written about this one, so I thought we'd just play it and listen to it together. Uh, this is a song by Greg Kinn. It is the B-side. I'm not aware of this particular song, I'll be honest with you, until I listen to it. Maybe I am. Maybe I will be, but it's called When the Music Starts. So we'll start the music. Greg Kinn, side B from the breakup song. I do know this one. It's a great tune. Got no desire to be left alone. Oh, yeah, man. Haven't heard this one forever. Forgot about it. starts Greg Kins I'd be the breakup song hey thank you for spending about 35 and a half probably 36 minutes when we're done here with me on Pat's Peeps the milestone 25th episode hello now be back on the, my radio show next week we'll have episode 26 of Pat's Peeps coming up tomorrow we'll make this 20 we'll make this 36 exactly okay it's 47 48 49, 50. Merry Christmas, belated, and Happy New Year, and God bless.